Hello, and welcome back to the Goon Squad Radio Podcast. My name is Brian Hobbs. With me, Mr. Jacob Wyckoff. Trayvon Starkwind. Let's do this with a broken arm. <laughs> Ryan Siller. Delilosauria. And Joseph Smeckle. Odor K-Pak. Dead or alive. The Schrodinger's <laughs> Pock, if you will. All right. <laughs> let's go ahead and get in this recap. Last session, our squad was present for the speech Coetzee had planned, but like all best laid plans, something went awry. After Coetzee finished his speech about keeping the viperous traitors out of the garden, Trayvor noticed something fishy happening on the rooftops and in the crowd. Delvilus, after hearing these comms, sprung into action. As shit began to pop off, we saw Odor being ambushed in the crowd, Trayvorn having his 80s action movie rooftop fight with an assassin sporting all black save for a platinum teardrop on the mask, and Delvilos dealing with three more assassins attacking Brother Autumn. As the situation developed, Brother Autumn was assassinated, Odor was forced to retreat to the rendezvous point, and Trayvorn threw himself off a rooftop to continue fighting an assailant and recover his rifle. Delvilos, after seeing Trayvorn and Odor in trouble, sprung to help them and had to book it across the entire park. Trayvorn, through means of a misty step, narrowly saved himself from becoming another mark on the pavement, and Odor entered the getaway vehicle, which turned out to be compromised. Upon seeing the disaster that was Trayvorn's situation, Delvilos channeled Divinity, asking Torm for a huge favor and was able to teleport to his location so he could provide healing, preventing Trayvorn from making death saves alone inside an empty building, and Odor found himself in an unknown location, injured, face to face with the Phoenix, who was ready for revenge. And that brings us to where we are now. So I present to you, once again, Ale Lucentia. Bing bong. <laughs> so, just know if the dogs are outside, I'm upstairs going. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of upstairs, Trayvorn and Delvilos. That's good. You guys are in this office building mm-hmm. on the third floor. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you guys doing? Well, um, what's the status of Trayvorn again? Uh, Trayvorn, I believe, has two broken limbs, uh, and you know of possibly a way to fix that. Uh, I believe at the end of the last episode we talked about there was a discussion of a certain set of armor that you had once before seen uh, reset bones. Ah, yes, yes. Ah, yes, of course. Well, well you see, um, I um, do at least have it on my arms. Uh, on so, your one arm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. So are you are you good to go with just that arm chair for uh, no, I could definitely, if you have some pants, <laughs> some <laughs> I might pants? be able to do something. I think yeah, that, I think that, that there might be that. something around here. Can I do a check for um, a glass of water? Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Roll a perception check for a glass of water. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, that's going to be a 17. A 17? Yeah, mm-hmm. you see over by the stairwell, there's a water cooler. Hell yeah. All right, so I walk over there and I get myself a <laughs> cup of water. And I okay. sip it, and then I drink it, <laughs> and then I make my way over to Trayborn, and I pop this little Rubik's cube out, looking thing, and I kind of just throw it on top of Trayborn, expecting for it to do his thing. Okay, you pop it and you throw it down on top of Trayborn. Uh, Trayborn, you see this like Rubik's cube lands on your chest and begins to like Iron Man suit style expand around your torso and then down onto your legs, and it like glitches out trying to cover up your arms because you already have some on your arms and so it's like counteracting itself uh but it gets your legs covered nice um Del Vilas, do you want to roll a medicine check for me yes can i help him roll a medicine check 
Yes. Sweet. Uh, you guys are searching through the armor for, yeah, so you'll get advantage on the check. You guys okay. are trying to find the pills that you remember the person taking before they activated the armor. Oof. Okay, so I got a 9 and a 12. Yeah, you search all the pockets. It turns out this set of armor does not have a set of the painkillers. Son of a bitch. Well, it looks like you're going to have to uh, bite the pillow on this one. Wait, wait, come on! I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's another way, right? Right? There's definitely gotta be another. And you know, what? I gotta reap what I sow. Mm. Fuck me up, Daddy. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, I can at least try to do like some more healing if that's something that you'd be interested in. Um, you know, I would not say no. I would not be opposed to that. Um, Badass. <laughs> do you do you want to wait and heal him until after it resets, or do you want to do it pre it resetting? It depends. Well, it taking resets. damage. The bones in his legs. Oh, that hasn't already. Or is that happening like right now? That—that's what the armor is about to do. That's why oh, I need okay. the painkillers. Well, oof. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> um, I don't like that. I'm scared. Oof. I really don't know if I have anything there for you, buddy. All right. Well, you know what? Um, the, the longer we wait here, the more likely some bad stuff's about to happen. Just, just do it. Just do it. Cool. I'll, I'll grit it. I'll, I'll bear it. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll be right here with some, uh, some healing. Right. All right. Del you think about what you saw that agent do back in Zelatir's Cathedral, mm-hmm. and you activate the same sequence of like buttons on the armor. Uh, Trayvon, make a constitution saving throw. Yeah, let's go. Con saves. I am great at these. Oh, well, actually, I really con am. saves. I can help them. Oh, no need. Uh, that's a 21. A 21? Yeah, Trayvon, you. Thankfully, you're just already high off adrenaline from, you know, almost falling to your death. So the bones resetting does it like it just you don't even feel your legs at this point. So as it resets, you uh, you don't feel any pain in the process of it getting aligned. Uh, and then they start to not harden. You'll have to probably wear this armor for a little bit or unless you get more healing cast on you that will help heal that cast through magical means. Cast it on them. Cast a healing. Yeah, it's either that or we can find something to kind of like split it up. The big issue is making sure everything was like, you know, set up. So still um, there intact. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, I want to make sure that Del can get his armor back because I don't know what kind of armor he's wearing right now. But I'm assuming it's just the uniform, right? Or yeah, he is just in class A's at this time. You guys notice, I guess you notice the lack of sound coming from the park outside the building. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, we should probably uh, yeah, you walk over at Delvilos to the window, and out you can see that like the sea of people that was there for the speech have all dispersed, and the only people left inside that little square park area are some Solstice agents. You can see a couple members of Brother Autumn's grip, and what looked like to be a handful of just like captured, like assailants and people that were causing problems during this like riot at this time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we see a uh, odor around? Uh, you do not see odor anywhere. Hmm. Alright, well I was gonna say first things first, I'm gonna toss the Rubik's Cube thing back at Dell so we can at least get the uh get the upper His armor back up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, at least the top half. Um, and I think that would be half plate, because that's what we got on my side. So at least uh it should bust buff your AC a bit better. Is it okay. <clears throat> uh no. <laughs> yeah. It's like a it's like a full suit. Like yeah. you can't just give oh. him part of it. Yeah. Oh, can I give him my half? Yeah, you can give him the arms that you had, and that'll help him a little bit. Here we go. We're trading armor today. We're armor swapping. Great. There right. you go. You guys yeah, armor swapping. Armor. So what armor cool. do I have now? Uh, half plate. Okay. Let me figure that out. Go ahead. Uh, Dill, what do you think? Should we go? Should we meet back up with everyone? Or should we really just go after Odor? Well, yeah. I think if he, he want to make sure he's 
he was waiting on us originally. I want to make sure he doesn't like wait anymore, like try to take off without us. But you know, if you need to go get healing or something, you know, I'll just try to catch up with him. Nah, let's go after him. Let's let's get our boy. We're gonna make sure he's safe. Yeah, for sure. All right, so yeah, we we go to the area that I saw them kind of head to originally. <clears throat> you head towards the northeast corner of the square where you were told that the car would be waiting for uh, escape and evacuation if you need it. There is no sign of the car that Odor described and no sign of Odor at the scene. Oh shit. Well, maybe he left. Shit. Did we have a rendezvous point after uh, after he drove? Because I don't think so. I think it was just pretty much just get out of the city. Get out of the city. Uh, not get out of the city. It was just get out of the square if things go south. There was no rendezvous point past the northeast corner. Mm. Cool. Um, well, let's go make sure. Uh, do we see any higher ups? Like, do I see Elise or anything around? Uh, yeah, you guys can see Elise's with uh, the rest of the people like kind of amassing in the center of the park. The rest of the solstice agents. Should, should we check in with her? See if she knows anything? Yeah, let's go check it. Maybe maybe Odor might have... Maybe we didn't need it. Maybe he might be back there. Who knows? Yeah, if everyone kind of rounded everything up, he might as well be here or around. So I want to mosey on over to Elise. Great. You guys mosey on over to the rest of the group. Uh, when you get there, you see that Esvel, Oscar, and Corin have all recovered from the toxins they experienced when they were up on the bandstand. Mm. Uh, as well as Betha and Cora there amongst like the sea of other Solstice agents that are in the area. You notice Betha looks absolutely mortified, like she has seen a ghost. Uh, and Elise walks up. Agents, obviously the situation here is uh, AFU, and Coetzee is safe. So that is a check mark in the win column, but the assassins managed to kill Brother Autumn, which counteracts that win and then some. Are all agents present and accounted for? Uh, <laughs> we're here, but we're looking for, looking for Odor. Looking for, for Odor? Yeah, we're yeah. looking for Peyton Manning. Is he not present? You see, she like starts tapping the comms, calling out for Odor, and there's no response. Uh, and you see Elise quickly like shifts. She goes from being like kind of just passive, and she excuses Betha, Esvel, Oscar, Delvilos, Trayvorn. Are all of you good to move? Relatively yeah, speaking, I got a pretty fucked up leg. <laughs> yeah, he needs some uh, bone resetting. Yeah, some, anything that allows me to use kind of, my legs. He's kind of screwed up. The only thing keeping him from crawling is that set of armor. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in immense pain. <laughs> I am okay. Don't worry, we got this. You see one of the agents walks over, Trayvorn, and casts a healing word on you. Nice. How much do I get? Uh, Trayvorn, you get three points of healing back. <laughs> three? All right. You get three points of healing back, and your leg is no longer jacked up. Sweet. Alrighty, so that puts me up to 17. Um, and that means I'm good to go. Cool. Um, well, at some point then, I need to give uh, <laughs> need to give Dell back his armor so we're all back in our right uh, armors. Yeah, right now Great. I'm pretty good. This half plate still does me really well. I'm actually at 19 instead of 20, so. Oh, man. I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys see, as you are going through this whole like healing word thing, you hear Elise kind of murmur under her breath something about plucking a fucking bird. Uh, and she turns to Korra, toss cobble, and yells, Korra, rifle now. And Korra like throws her her rifle uh, and a bundle of arrows. She said, the rest of you, I want witness statements and any evidence you can find of who those assassins were by the time we get back. And Elise turns back to the two of you and Betha, Esvel, and Oscar and says, let's move. And she gives you guys the signal, and you all start following her to the southeast corner of the 
uh, area you were in. It's closest to where the bandstand was, where the vehicles were at the start of the speech. Gotcha. Uh, mm-hmm. She asks you, was there anyone, was there anywhere that you went with Odor or anyone you can think of that Odor has interacted with in the last couple days? Um, anyone who would have turned him in or ratted on him to the Phoenix? Yeah, there was this one sketchy guy that we went to at this auto shop, <laughs> and we went there, and Odor was like, I kind of know this guy from the past, so I was like, cool. So we went, and then he said some stuff to him. It uh, didn't look good, and uh, yeah, now he's missing, so I think it might have something to do with that. You know, <laughs> that, that tracks. All right, that's a, a solid lead to start with. Thank you, Del Vilos. Uh, You're you guys very all. Well. <laughs> load up into a large van uh, we're going to cut over to Odor Kopak Odor Kopak you awake to the sounds of birds chirping you sit up and open your eyes as snow falls upon your body the trees around you are barren and the wind is crisp but you don't feel cold the sun beats down on the clouds overhead creating a soft light that scatters across the landscape You look around you, and you see an arrow carved into a tree pointing left, and another arrow on the opposite tree pointing to the right. Do me a favor and roll a perception check. It's going to be a six. A six. (laughs) You notice that the arrow pointing left is neatly chiseled out, like someone took delicate time to make it nice and precise, and the one to the right looks like it was cut out with an axe. Just very rough, very quick, very non-gentle yeah I'm going to the right (laughs) as you follow the path to the right you see in the trees a singular condor this ugly bird with huge molting black feathers and a wrinkly face its feathers appear to be constantly falling off of it like it's just a stream of black feathers dripping off this bird And as you continue down the path, you notice more and more condors with molting feathers, and the condors in the trees all stare at you, maintaining eye contact as their black feathers mix in with the falling snow. You follow the path until you come upon a cave entrance. The outside walls of the cave are stained with blood and bones lie scattered in the snow. You see in front of the cave is a humanoid, a young man with light blue skin and the outlines of tribal tattoos that have yet to be filled in. Steam radiates off his shirtless body. He takes a deep breath and lets out a primal scream. The condors and the trees all start to make screeching sounds. (laughs) What is going on? Your eyes suddenly open as you jolt awake, adrenaline surging through your veins. As you shake and struggle to try and sit up, You now realize you're staring into a bright white orb over your head, and you are strapped down to a table. You hear a voice you can't place say, He's awake again. To which another voice responds, We'll knock him out. We have to find her. She's buried in there somewhere. Trayvorn and Delvilos. So. (laughs) (laughs) What's good? You guys make your way to TT's Fabrication slash Reconstruction Center. Uh, You lead the van in that direction. And as you pull up out front, uh, everyone piles out of the vehicle, and Elise turns to Betha, looks at her very sternly, and asks, Are you good? You haven't said a word. Betha timidly responds back, I- I'm scared. I almost died back there. 
You guys see there's this moment where Elise gingerly puts her hand on Betha's shoulder. She says, look at me. And the two maintain eye contact for a second. And then Elise slaps Betha across the face <laughs> and grabs her by the collar. <laughs> Get over it. Another agent's life is in immediate peril. If you're not about to step up and play with the big dogs, we can ship you right back to the icebox of a convent we pulled you from. I'm sure the nuns would love to have you back. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jeez. Elise takes a deep breath and lets go of Betha. I'm so sorry, but we cannot lose any more agents today. Hmm. Oscar, Esvel, cover the rear entra- entrance. Betha, cover the street in case they make a run for it. Delvilus and Trayvorn, you take the lead. And you see she loads up an arrow and cocks Cora's rifle. <laughs> Uh, also, I'm gonna lean to Dell and be like, "Hey, hey, but Yo, you like this? Well, take it up through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying? What These painkillers are doing about? wonders. I'm sorry. All right, <laughs> let's do this. You didn't have any painkillers, killers. That's all you. <laughs> there were none. <laughs> That's crazy. What are you what? saying That's right now? Def- Are you? Okay? Well, I'm definitely no. Definitely the painkillers. Gotta be. Gotta be. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know there is something that Tormaso specializes in, and that's dealing with addiction. And I have to tell you, if you hey, are I don't dealing have a okay. with an opiate I, I, issue, I, I, it is not something what? to be taken lightly. The hey, listen, goal is to take problem. as much as possible so that you don't want to take them ever again. <laughs> is that is that really how that works? I guarantee you, if you take enough of them, you will never want them again. Yes, perfect. Oh, you know what? You know, when we're done with this mission, we, we, we got to talk. I, I, need, I need a babysitter. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 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 It's not a problem. Any more healing? Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, I had a real close experience with uh, really meeting my maker, and uh, yeah, I, I yeah, don't what the know fuck I'm happened? Right after that. What happened about what? Like, I just, I just, you know, know that you're like up in this building, like hurt. What yeah. happened? How did you get from the roof? So to you know, the so there's like this this black there's like this blacked out figure wearing a mask with a teardrop, you know, just like the other assassins, right? And they were confident and jumped off the building, and oh. you know, I was Why pretty confident in my abilities. I, that's what I thought. They obviously had to get. A, they had to Jeez. have a way back. So mm-hmm. I was like, if I catch him, he's gonna take me with him. Uh-huh. That didn't happen. And um, basically, I prayed to every and any possible ways or possibility to possibly give me enough strength to somehow teleport through a wall. And that's how I ended up in the building. Actually, that's um, incredible. Um, one piece of advice: the next time you tell that story, just say that he drug you down. <laughs> you know what? That's that's probably a good point. That, that, I would think so. That, that, that sounds better. It has a better ring to it. You see, Elise yeah. just kind of stares at you, almost slash. Which is- <laughs> <laughs> you jumped off the building after him. Wait, what? Uh, listen, listen. You, you, you jumped know. off the building. All right, it sounded it sounded good in my head as it was going down because obviously he, he took my rifle. I couldn't just let him have it. So it was just you know it was a it was a split second decision that obviously that I had to do and I had to take and I took a chance and I'm alive for it. She points at the door. She goes, T- "Go in there. Get, find out where Odor is." <laughs> we're trying. We're working on it. If anything, we're more worried than you are. She goes, "I cannot imagine that is true." Why? Why? Why are you more worried than we are? He is our brother. We have we have bled with this man. We have dined with this man. Go. Just just go. Okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I go, I go right into the door, you know, with my rifle pulled up. Are you like kicking in the door, like breaching style, or are you trying to just like walk in casually? Um, Del, what you thinking? Little little smash and grab. Well, uh, if we're going in there, I want to go ahead and just pull up uh, spirit weapon, so that that comes out little floating gauntlet. I was like, I think we're going to be ready to start kicking down some doors. 
Let's do this. Okay, you summon your spirit weapon. You have a gauntlet floating next to you. You guys enter through the door. Yeah, we smash uh, that thing open. Full on, you know, free solstice. Absolutely. Do we have other people with us again? Uh, yeah, you have Oscar and Ezvel are outside. Beth is outside, and so is Elise. So they're all got, like, the building surrounded. You guys just go in the front door. Sweet, and I got freaking uh, hand up ready to go for Sacred Flame. Let's do this. Exactly. You guys bust in, uh, sweep the room, and you see... Uh, TT is over here. Uh, gentlemen, hello. Can can I help you with something? Where's where the Odor? fuck is Odor? Where's Odor? Tell me where Odor is. Uh, where is right he? Now. Well, 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 he? he throws his hands up. Whoa, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Where's our trigger man? We're the, here. Where is he? Okay, okay. <laughs> the last time that I saw Odor Kopak, he was with you, and then he came back here without you. So I assumed I... I, I don't know. Uh oh, so, so that car we suspiciously had set up in the northeast corner to get out of town is gone? Yeah. And Odor's it, gone? It's not here. And you're here. You see, car. he like points around and it, the, the vehicle's not in the oh, room oh, oh, and not in the, the building. Who took the car? Who was driving the car? Who had the car? Who is the car? The, who is the car? What are you asking me right <laughs> now? Where's Odor? Detail that you have. Tell me where he is. Okay, okay, okay. So let's think. The car, yes, it came from us. I was not driving. No shit. Lucian was supposed to meet you there. Okay. And you see the paint spray shield Lucian. is still up and there's a somewhere back behind it. You remember Lucian's the guy who spray painted your armor and gave it a new paint job. He was, Lucian was supposed to drive. He was supposed to pick up Odor and bring him to wherever he needed to go. And he looks over and goes, Lu Lucian, why are you still here? Wasn't that... And he like looks at his watch and goes, wasn't... And he looks over and Lucian just kind of like slowly puts down the can I and he takes off stay right there I, I take a shot stay right there. there I cast hold person take, on him cast hold person beautiful okay. what does he have to roll um he has to do, 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 do. he has to beat a 13 and he has to make a wisdom can I ready an action just in case he, he doesn't he does not beat a 13 he okay. is stopped in place beautiful fucking love this as a cop as an agent that is like a broken little Freeze, mother. <laughs> when I say it, I say literally freeze. Just can't stop. <laughs> yeah, you see Lucian just stops dead in his tracks. Beautiful. Uh, right. And he looks very nervous. Titi goes, Lucian. No, you didn't. All right, buddy. Here's what's going to happen. Oh, uh, Trigger Warren, you got some rope? You got, you got some rope or anything? Oh, Look, oh, I you, got some you, rope. Do you have any oh, rope? I, I need some rope. rope. Someone tie this guy yeah, 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 so we, have, we have some rope. We, we have some rope. But he see, like, walks into a supply closet and he brings out some rope. Awesome. We, we we tie him up. We do a real good hog tie. Hashtag rodeo. Lucian goes, or TT goes, do, do, I, do I need to be here? Should I leave? No, uh, you're, you're staying right there. You're, you're going to oh, stay right there. I will stay right here. Okay. This. Oh, okay. It's actually a solstice rule. That, that you have to have a witness? You have to have a witness. I assume third party witness. I, oh, it's got to be third oh, party. Okay. I punch Lucian in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Just full on, just full on, full force, no. like Superman punch. No. <laughs> he's innocent <laughs> until proven guilty. Oh, he's looking right. real fucking guilty right now, yeah, too. You oh. deck Lucian in the face while he's tied up to this chair. And he just goes, oh, oh my, what? Oh, oh my God. Kind of hold, hold him off as like justice has to be done correctly you're right, you're and i get right, into his right. face and i you're scream right. where is odor <laughs> and he goes i i don't know where odor is all right look i i don't know all right you can hit why would again. i know because you're supposed to go grab his ass why do you think we're here who took the car and I, what do you mean who took the car you're i took to the, the car. car no what the, and I, you're, and you're there and back 
So you went there? Yeah. And you picked him up? Uh, no, I mean, yeah. What, what happened? Yes and what no. Happened? I, you know what? What do you mean? What there happened? is a way that we can take care of this. Have you ever heard of Torm and I place my hand on his shoulder, but while I do, I cast Zone of Truth? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Zone of Truth. It's subject within range cannot lie. I don't think he has to save either. No, he does, right? Yeah, I think he has to Because like, that's the cool part is I don't know. If... So you, 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 you don't know if he passes or not? I do not. What, what does he have to beat? A 13. My spell save. He looks at you and goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Did you drive the car to the stadium? Did I drive the car to the speech? Yes, I did. And then you drove it back. Stadium. Yes, I did. With okay. odor or without odor? Yes, I did. Was Odor in the car when you left the speech? Odor entered the vehicle at the site. That's not yes. what I asked you. Did he leave the vehicle at the site? Did he leave? Technically, the- yes. Were you, you in the vehicle with Odor when he left? Odor technically never entered the vehicle, but he did enter the vehicle. Understood. Stop Do you speaking want to riddles, die man. right now? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose it! Okay. No, there is no death, only justice, which sometimes is the um, death penalty. So, listen here. One, we're going to keep on going with this, and we can go in circles, and we can go in circles, but was there Good, I love circles. Else? They remind me of wheels on cars. That's nice, you know? Now. Okay. And you see he, like, coughs up a little bit of blood and spits it at Trayvorn. I punch him again. I, I, no, I hold him off. I hold him off, and I cast him. Is he, the like, fucked up? No. No. Where is he? I... <laughs> Was there someone else with you when you went to go pick up Odor? No one else was in the vehicle. Was there someone else that was going to meet Odor? Odor is at a meeting, that is correct, yes. Oh my god. Is it with the is Phoenix? Is Odor in danger? I, aren't we all in danger? Is he with the Is Phoenix? Odor specifically in danger right now, at this very time where he is currently? Harm can happen to anyone at any time. Mm-hmm. Technically, we're all in danger constantly. Like, I would right say now, look at that room, man. He's clenching his fist. I would say I'm in, in danger. I'm going to strangle man. I am going to strangle a man today. You need to calm your emotions, or I will calm your emotions for you. <laughs> okay, all right. okay, I understand. All right, all right, I'm walking off. I'm walking off. I'm kicking a paint can. <laughs> yeah, you don't like him when he's angry. Okay, you got a couple more tries make an intimidation check. Room. <laughs> nice. That is a thirteen. A thirteen. You see Lucian like kind of licks his gums where you hit him on the side of the face, and he like spits a little more blood on the floor. Guys, yeah, I'm not that worried about you guys. <laughs> and is that the truth, Lucian? Well, it's not a lie. Mm. You know, Lucien, I like you. You remind me of a. Uh, you remind me of someone. I don't know who. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying to pull from my memory of people that I know. I realize I've never talked about anyone in my family at all. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Lucien, you're going to take us to whoever fucked up this thing or you're going to take us to wherever Odor is and we're going to make sure that we can get him alive and at that point maybe just maybe we will lighten that sentence that you're going to get from Solstice what sentence I'm putting his ass in the saw did you say a saw I mean I mean the cell in a cell I'm putting oh, his ass cell. in the cell okay, in a okay. saw <laughs> in a saw See, 
it's interesting because I assumed a former members of Brother Autumn's Grips, you know, just like couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything here anyway, so uh I, I lean in real you, close. Uh, work with people to <laughs> I, get I lean in real close. Killed. There's a reason why. Oh, we I I had nothing to do talk. with that. So how did you? What do you about about what? Yeah, you, you know what went down. Oh, I just I just meant in general that like mm. you know. So is that the truth? Brothers Autumn and Grip doesn't do that? anything. I in fact know that something happened to Brother Autumn because it's been all over the news for the last hour. Mm. Um, but I don't know what happened to Brother mm. Autumn. Okay. Okay. Well, and I know something happened to Odor because if it didn't, you wouldn't be here in front of me attempting to look threatening and menacing mm. well where is odor do you know who knows where he's at i mean yeah we don't even have to drop your name you know we're not looking you know to burn down the village we're just trying to find a certain person we don't even have to mention your name in fact we can have some confidentiality you know it is part of being a social agent it's kind of like a non-disclosure because he looks at you delphi and he goes he like leans forward to whisper towards you, and like beckons for you to come closer. I get closer <laughs> hesitantly. He goes, "You're you're a man of God, right? A man of Torm." Maybe. Do I have your word as a man of the cloth that if I tell you where Odor Kopak is, you let me leave, and that you take every Solstice agent outside this building with you? If you tell me where Odor Kapok is, I will let you leave this building, and I will take every Solstice agent with me. And no harm will befall me from you or any of other the, the other Solstice agents. Well, any of us can get harmed at any point in time. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Roll an intimidation check. <laughs> yes! That's a, that's a 12. <laughs> can I help him by giving him the Forest Whitaker Act? <laughs> <laughs> Why does this keep on coming up? <laughs> it's intimidating. <laughs> In the background over my shoulder. <laughs> Touche. Mr. Solstice Agent. Touche. Still by Los, put some respect on the name. <laughs> I only respect people I fear. Um, Get, please, Del, please let me hit him with the back of my rifle. Just, just let me. Just, just one no. good one. Just one good one. <laughs> I hold my hand up. God! <laughs> He will kill you, by the way. see Lucian just kind of sits back. And he rolls his head around. He thinks, he goes, Well, tell you what. Because I like you guys. You're full of spunk. Full of uh, vigor. <laughs> and your friend over there is full of a little bit of whimsy. And he looks at Trayvorn. Whimsy? And he just goes, Yeah, whimsy. <laughs> You seem pretty whimsical. You know, those punches were funny, like almost an attempt to. I punch him again. <laughs> I, I do it. I'm in I front of it. you, so if you want to, you'll have to do it. I'm going through you. Okay, then I will push you back. <laughs> Something is. I will take that armor off. You know what? <laughs> <Are> I... <laughs> Whoa, that's turned into something else. Whoa, Dell. The justice is done correctly. All right, we don't, this isn't freaking how you guys do it in the in the city all right this is solstice sometimes you gotta rough up a couple bad eggs before you make yeah, a good album absolutely omelet. and how many omelets have you made not a lot mm, i tell you i flipped these hoes all right <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm sorry 
Uh, sorry, you know. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you, you were, you were, you were saying. You see, he goes. You don't know. Are either of you familiar with the nightclub, the Devil's Horns? Trayvon, roll a history check. Yeah, I, was saying, I feel like I would know. The seventeen. A seventeen, Trayvon. You know the Devil's Horns to be a nightclub on the south edge of Lanushan, like just near the exit to the walls of the city. Devil's Horns. The Devil's Horns. Cool. South edge of city. I have not heard of such a place. I would imagine um, it's not a temple. Let's say I've yes, heard uh, of it it a is times. very much not a temple. A man of um, your persuasion, I imagine, might not be super welcome in there. But I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I can, what I are can they hang. racist? I can, I can hang. You know Z? No, I'm not racist. He's my guy. Who? Z. It's my Z. guy. Probably heard of him. I real cool. I don't know who Z is. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> Zaz. Yeah, my guy is Zaz. Zizzy's ass. All right, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Who the fuck is Zaz? Oh, and you say I'm not cool. Come on. <laughs> I've, had, I've been in the hot tub. <laughs> what? <laughs> You see, he looks to <laughs> Trayvon and he goes, what is this fucking dude talking about right now? Listen, man, Zaz real cool, man. He'll hook you up with some real good stuff on the Lolo, but apparently you ain't cool enough to get hit with the Lolo, so I don't know what to tell you. All right, tea, okay, son. this has been enough of this. Can I please be let go now? <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I go ahead and I untie the ropes and I let him go. All right. You see, he like kind of rubs his hands where like he was bound with the ropes, and he goes back over to his like spray painting station and just gets right back to work. Cool. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a couple of his spray painting cans and throw them in the trash. <laughs> what a bully! What, what are you doing? What is the purpose of that? I'm just gonna go get them right back out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, now you've been, but now you've been inconvenienced. How about you go get them, huh? Oh, okay. And he walks over and he starts pulling them out. I of put the his trash ass can. in the trash can. <laughs> And then I flip it over, and then I'm like, all right, we're good. You, like a classic high school bully, <laughs> shove him in the trash can and then flip him over so now the trash can is on his head. Boom, and you bitch. guys all right, let's leave. Delphilos is a flashback of his youth. <laughs> From the other point of view. You guys walk out. Uh, you see Elise goes, uh, how to go in there? Um, great. We gotta leave. Okay. Wait, where is Odor? Do we know? Um, we kind of have an idea of the direction. Um, by the way, I have to leave with you guys, but if someone can go back there and arrest the guy in there um, named Lucian, he's a bad egg, and he has some intel that I think we might need. But I kind of made a deal with him that I would let him go and then leave with you guys. So yeah. We can we can let Brother Autumn oh, okay. Scrip get it, and I mean, technically, that's not violating any of what you said. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, you want to give a call out? Yeah, yeah, yeah real quick. Cool. Awesome. You guys all pile back in your van and start driving. Trevorn, you make a call to Brother Autumn's grip to R- give R- them R- like a heads up. What's up? It's a bomb threat. <laughs> <laughs> you make a call as you're driving towards the south edge of town. You hear the equivalent of magic arcane sirens. <laughs> Helicopters. <laughs> Great. Amber alert goes off on all the seats and stones. <laughs> Odor, you open your eyes again. You are underwater, like deep, deep underwater. Like it's a greenish blue color, like it's salt water, like almost briny. Uh, And as you open your mouth, you see bubbles float up towards the light above you. 
uh, and you look down briefly for a moment and you see a figure in black robes with a solid gold mask that ripples and flows under the current uh, and they reach a hand out towards you. Uh, I uh, go down and uh, grab the hand. Roll a perception check. a five (laughs) as you grab this hand you feel like the skin on the outside is all just rotted flesh and you like grab it and it squeezes through your fingers like play-doh until you grab skeleton Uh, and as soon as you make contact with like the skeletal hand underneath uh, several hands like reach out from around you and think like you know the way an ant's leg looks outside of a body how it's long and very thin like hands like that but with rotted nails and garb reach and grab around you from all different sides uh, and as you begin to struggle with these hands grabbing onto like your arms and legs you feel one of them like grab your jaw and force it open as another hand reaches up out from the dark and there's a coin with a image of a snarling wolf that is placed on your tongue and you awake again to this bright white light and you hear another voice that goes go in with him this time and see if you can guide him back to Trayvorn and (laughs) what the fuck is going on on right now (laughs) yo dude I think you're taking acid man (laughs) he's robo tripping (laughs) you guys pull up to a building labeled the devil's horns it's a small two-story building uh it looks very unassuming like you hear music coming from inside uh and there's no line out front like it's just a it's an afternoon at a nightclub right like it's not busy and bumping yet but there are some people coming in and out uh you guys all climb out of the vehicle it's the two of you with you you've got elise betha oscar and as well how would you like to proceed? Well, I kind of um, want to go, go. Go ahead. You have an oh, idea, Trayvon? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, would I happen to know anybody in the nightclub? Maybe the owner or anything by chance? Or maybe a bouncer or anything like that? Roll a history check. Sweet. Hey, that's going to be a 19. Rolling a 19. Uh, Trayvon, you remember the singer who works here who sings in the afternoons. Her name is Michelle. Michelle, all right. Um, how do I know her? Just like like old childhood friend, like, you know, someone used to frequent with or just happened to, just, you know, go there a couple times and we hit someone it Someone you're what? I think he said frequent. I, I heard freak with as well. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, frequent. <laughs> frequent. No, I heard freak with it. Frequent, yeah. No, I got no, you. No, no, frequent. Here we go. Michelle is someone that like was in similar circles when you were hanging with Brother Autumns. Like some of the dudes you knew there knew some people who knew her, and so you'd be like in passing, but you weren't like close, close. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, um, I'm saying it, it is the middle of the afternoon, right? Yeah. Oh, so it's presumable to say that this is her shift. Yes. Awesome. Um, cool. In that case, uh, I'm gonna try and uh, let me just throw this out here. So in that case, there's got to be a back entrance for, you know, like the bar staff and, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, like anybody, like any sort of staff. I know a singer works here. Her name's Michelle. Um, don't know each other super, super well, but at least know her well enough to where she at least get us in. Um, and then hopefully from there, she might have some, you know, news on what's going on, maybe in the back office, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit of some sketchy dealings. Hopefully. I think that if we all roll up in there, we're going to spook 
whoever we're trying to get. And if she knows you, that's a pretty good start. Like, what if we hang back, maybe get a perimeter going, and then you kind of go in. And we, I'm assuming now that we're like stocked up, we're like, we have our communication devices, like our ear devices. Yep. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I think we should just stay in contact. Like, is there anyone else here who kind of like, <clears throat> wait, who do we have with us again? You have Betha, mm-hmm. Esvel, Oscar, and Elise. Oh, wouldn't Oscar know since he's from the uh, Nushin? You would know that Esvel and Oscar also know. Trayvorn, with your history check, you also know that the Devil's Horns is a club that's primarily frequented by tieflings and dragonborns. So Oscar would fit ah, right in. Perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> I look over my boy Oscar. Hey man, instead of lifting some weights, let's lift some drinks inside. I'm, hell yeah dude <laughs> alright so you guys are, are, we, are we he like looks over to Luce are, are we allowed to drink on the job and she goes buy one just don't drink it just, what, what oh, are you talking wait, about wait you're not supposed to drink them you're not supposed to drink on the job oh oh <clears throat> yeah I don't you do see, that she just does that I thing do she that. keeps doing where she like pinches her temples as she's taking like a deep breath trying to remain calm <laughs> he'll praise for forgiveness as he realized that he smoked the devil's lettuce on the job all right whatever you're going to do i recommend you do it and do it quickly because we're we like every second that passes odor is in worse and worse shape i assume absolutely we got it we got to go yeah yeah i'm down all right let's do it i'm gonna go time is of the essence well, if, if you and, and if you and at least want to stay, yeah, if you and Esvel want to stay behind, I will go ahead and go on the other side and try to see if I can just like keep a perimeter on that side. We can all stay in contact. Okay, great. Do you want to take Betha with you so you have someone else watching your back? Or I look at Betha, but like you, you good? And see, Betha shakily gives you a thumbs up. I'm like, oh fuck! All right, well, let's go, Betha. She kind of nods. Or unless I, I mean, as well as you, you, you know, it's no big deal. Like whoever feels more comfortable, you know, staying behind. You know, fuck it, let's go. At least goes. We should probably keep one ranged person with each group. One ranged, okay. one marshal. Right. You know, Esvel's. I've got a ranged weapon. Cora has a ranged weapon. Trevor mm-hmm. has a ranged mm-hmm. weapon. We split up two, two, two. I think that seems Absolutely. tactically yeah, the best. I mean, Esvel have so much in common, so I completely understand that we have to have you know. A little okay let's fucking go <laughs> <laughs> I, I look i look over at dell and just give him a nod like dell tries not to throw up don't worry, we'll, we'll get Great. it for you all right <laughs> dell and dell and betha go around side the back of the building uh trayvorn are you and oscar going in yeah um i'll be like all right oscar follow my lead uh we're gonna go to we're gonna grab a couple drinks and we're gonna grab a seat at one of the tables uh next to the stage great as you walk in you see that the club is, as per usual, filled with tieflings and dragonborns. Uh, On the stage, there is a tiefling woman with a lavender complexion, sporting a golden evening gown and platinum white elbow length gloves. And she sings a haunting song in a language that you don't understand, but you can recognize as being abyssal. Uh, You can't understand the words, but the melody and inflection gives the idea of longing for someone who is out of reach. The bartender, uh, when you walk in, is wearing uh, he's a dragonborn with deep, like, sapphire blue skin. Uh, he has a tight white button-down shirt with his sleeves rolled up past the elbow. And on uh, his forearm, he has a tattoo of a dragon breaking out of a coffin. All right, first off, that's pretty badass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I say you walk up and, uh, yeah, be like, hey, can I get two whiskeys for me and my boy here? Oh, absolutely, dude. And you see he turns and goes, 
Oscar. Saw, dude. Oscar just, bro, what? Roshka? And they just kind of like dap each other up. And uh, you see, goes, for you two dudes, on the house, absolutely. And he turns around, he pours you whiskeys and drops them on the counter. He goes, dude, Oscar, what brings you in? And he just kind of like gives him like a don't talk about it kind of vibe. And he goes, oh, okay, okay, we're, you're, you're at work. Got it, got it, okay, cool. And he like turns around and just kind of doesn't look at you guys. Okay, cool. Uh, Oscar, uh, okay, so one of your buddies? Yes, yeah. Uh, old, old cousin of mine. Oh, hell we're like, yeah. like three steps apart, I think, yeah. Nice, hell yeah. But, say, but you're still close enough to have it. What do we talk about? Right, we can talk about this at the table. <laughs> so I walk nice. over to the table. Uh, is there a table close to uh, Michelle? Uh, no, the tables at like the front near the stage are all kind of filled up. The tables towards the back are the ones that are open. Mm. Um, is there like some bar standing room uh, getting closer down there or... Uh, like the way the floor plan is laid out, there's the bar towards like the east side of the building. The stage is at the north half, like semicircle. Uh, and then there's tables scattered across like the rest of the floor. And then there's like seating against the wall to the west and south side of the room, of the lounge. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. In that case, we'll go ahead and grab a seat and I'll wait till her, uh, I'll see if there's kind of like a break in between songs. If she's going to like the room or stepping off the stage, maybe we can catch her on the side. Great. Uh, yeah. You... Also, I relay that in the comms that we're waiting for a song to finish. For. A song to finish. Heard. <laughs> well, we, we just like I can't just go walk up on the stage, but like, bitch, what you doing? Like, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, I guess I could though. You know what? Actually, Oscar, let's do no, no, not really. I'm not gonna do that. You see, Oscar, like, <laughs> like the people here have like mad respect for Solstice. If we just tell them we're Solstice, they'll they'll be cool about it. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah. You, wait, you. I thought we had to be like a super <sighs> freeze. Well, hey like, everyone, we got solstice business in here. I need to see Michelle. Michelle, do you got a moment? <laughs> you see, the band stops playing. Uh, everyone in the band stops playing except for like the drummer, and he like hits a cymbal, realizes everyone stopped playing, and just kind of like slowly puts his drumsticks down <laughs> in his lap. Uh, Real quick, hey, hey go. band, keep keep it going, keep it chill, keep it light. We're just we're just here to talk, nothing crazy. You see, uh, Michelle, kind of like puts like lowers the microphone walks down off the side of the stage and comes to meet you as you guys get up and like meet her halfway and she's y- yes what can i help you with hey michelle i don't know if you remember me from a couple of guys from over at autumn's grip i I'm, i've met a lot of people from brothers autumn's grip um uh, you know you meet trayvon trayvon starkwind stark oh yeah, yeah trayvon yeah. uh, okay Star- you obviously don't remind me Wait, anyways I'm so sorry hey. don't really <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I say, I, I'm hoping you can do me a solid. Uh, we're we're kind of looking for some people, um, and uh, we're worried that they might have one of our guys. Uh, I say, I don't know if you know of anything shady going on in the club. But also, as we're doing this, we're trying to pull off to the side, so it's kind of like we have our space, kind of keeping it on the hush. Yeah, she goes. I I I don't know. I just kind of show up and sing. Um, the the bartender kind of deals with all like the back door. He's also the owner. He deals with all like the back door kind of stuff, the dealings. Um, but, but yeah, I, I just show up and sing. Have you seen anything suspicious? Like, do you see anybody come in today? Like, maybe through the back, maybe kind of carried, maybe maybe looked a little too drunk or something, maybe getting drugged? 
No, oh my god, is, is someone in danger? No, no, they're perfectly fine. That sounds fine. like someone's in danger. <laughs> nope, Do we need nope. to, like, stop and search the building? No, 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 no. That's, listen, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I, I, I gotta be honest with you. He's on a bit of a bender. Wait, you just said they were maybe drugged or, like, well, that's drunk the, beyond I, it's embarrassing, cohesion. Okay, but listen, he's my partner, and it's essentially, you know, he's... Oh, good he's, for he's, you. I always wonder. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> listen, like, listen, I'm trying. It's different, okay? It's not, not yet. Now's not the time. I got a lot of business stuff going on, okay? Like, like my work partner oh okay. okay but like like work in air quotes no no right? no 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 oh, okay okay listen my relationships are not the problem here okay what we got to worry about here is the fact that my partner is off here possibly on a bender that we didn't know about but he also might be mixed up with some bad guys um I, okay. <laughs> so, so, so maybe on a bender but also mixed up with bad guys well, well, I mean, you said you're I, from solstice I, that doesn't seem very like solstice agent well, you see so that's the thing is we're, we're kind of on the uh undercover side of things so we can't exactly be super ah, we're here we're solstice we're but then why did you just announce that you're solstice <laughs> in the building i'm so Holy confused shit. what's happening where do is you oscar? have more information for me or not <laughs> see oscar is just kind of like staring at trayvor and like dude you're absolutely bundling this <laughs> all right all right, listen, Michelle. It's been a pleasure. Please go back up to saying maybe, maybe restore some of the atmosphere here. I'm gonna go to the bar. I, I, okay. I'm, good luck in finding your partner. Um, remember, if like you guys are having trouble, either like talk to someone about it, or no, you know, no, it's, like it's not like that. Just because listen, you're having trouble just, connecting with them doesn't mean like that it, benders are the, the way he doesn't to even go. Tell, he doesn't even tell me about his backstory. He, he doesn't tell me where his he's backstory. from or what he does. <laughs> oh, that sounds not great. That sounds like you guys should really have a talk about. All right, that. Listen, I right, it's, it's 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 just I just don't understand it. If he he could just open up. I feel like things would be a lot better. You know. She goes. I I understand. And she like puts her hand on your shoulder. She's like, it's gonna be okay. You'll find him. God, I hope so. I understand. Well, Michelle, if you love you know someone, what? you have to let them go, you know? But but this is one of those things where I can't let them go. I, I need to help them. No, you 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 don't have to help everyone. You can just let him go. Okay? No, no, I, I refuse to let him go. But thank you for this help, Michelle. It's definitely, re, re, yeah, I must say, refocus my uh, my mental where I need to be. Oh, okay. Good for you. And you see, she like turns around and walks back up to the stage. She like murmurs something to the band and they start playing another song. I look over at Oscar and I just go, listen, you could have run with the fact that your uh, cousin owns the bar. Uh, I mean, yeah, I didn't know how you wanted to play it. I was kind of follow. You said, and I quote, follow your lead. So I'm going to let you lead. <laughs> and, and honestly, kind of bungled it. Um, I, I just uh, <clears throat> imagine Odor just like fucking seizing up. <laughs> <laughs> Just the whole time, just like season up. Like. Odor is somewhere strapped to a table in a potentially surgical situation. It's not oh, great. Yeah. And o- Trayvon, meanwhile, is just <laughs> fucking around. Fully. Uh, it, it sucks. I'm not even trying to. It just went that way. <laughs> so yeah, I go back to the bar. Okay. Um, no, say, Oscar, we, we need to get we need to get your cousin in on this. He, he's obviously he's got to see if there's some bad dealings over here. If he sees some people get brought in, if there's anything going on, like, say, do, do you think he would tell us? Because I mean, yeah, he's been on like the level for pretty much everything I've needed from him. So uh, he's a pretty co- pretty cool dude. Right. You see, cool. Oscar walks back over to the bar and he goes, "Hey, uh, Roshka." And he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" They have the same voice. It's really cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, says, that's crazy. Uh, what's what's the deal with this building? Any secret entrances? Any uh, anything going on that's strange? That's not normal? And he goes, "Yeah, when we uh, bought it and stripped the place down and rebuilt it, we found a trap door under the stage." 
And Oscar just goes, oh, okay, word. Um, how do we get in there? <laughs> and Rushka goes, well, uh, it's under the drum set. So <laughs> once they finish playing, you can go up there. There's a pass you have to play. Uh, you're going to play 1E and, 2E and, 3E and, 4E and, 1E, 1, the E of 2, and then the and of 3. So you got to play like a certain rhythm, and you're going to play highest tom to lowest tom, and then three hits on the bass drum. Eight, um, and Oscar just goes, um, he looks at you, Trayvon, and goes, Trayvon, do you, do you know what that means? Um, yeah, for the most part. <laughs> um, but all in story short, we're going to need to, <laughs> we're going to need to clear out the bar now. Um, yeah, this seems like. There, some things go bad. Maybe keep it quiet. Is there a way you can kind of maybe like close out everyone's tabs and kind of have them go home for an hour? Say you're closing up shop for the evening shift. See, Rosie oh, Yeah, absolutely. You need everyone, everyone out. Yeah, if you, if, if you don't mind. And he, uh, you see, he like bends down under the counter, picks up an air horn, and Oscar goes, "Nope, nope, nope." He puts it back down, uh, and then they like flick the lights real quick. Uh, the lights like flicker on and off in the room. And then the song eventually wraps up. The singers leave the stage. The band leaves the stage. Uh, Roshka goes, all right, guys, uh, we're going to take a brief, brief. Uh, we need to clean up the bar for a little bit. We got to reset them things. Sorry about this inconvenience. Don't have to go home. Can't stay here. Uh, and he kind of like kicks everyone out. Everyone moseys on out of the bar. Uh, the band leaves the stage and Roshka goes, yeah. So uh, on the drum set. Is it just the two of you about to go in? And Oscar goes, uh, I certainly hope Jay not. Captain, take the lead. Yeah, so we uh, so we have a we have a lead on a trap door underneath the drum set. We could use uh, we could use the rest of the squad. Right, sounds good. Yeah. All right, run over to the front. I'm assuming everyone heard that. <laughs> Great. Everyone files in. You've got the whole six of you in there. Uh, Roshi goes, yeah. So here's the drum set. Um, I don't know how to play the rhythm, but all they wrote down was. Descending order of toms, three kicks on the bass drum, one e and, two e and, three e and, four e and, one, the e of two, and the and of three. Awesome. Uh, did y'all catch that? Everyone got that? You good? Anyone here play the drums? Elise? Huh? Uh, I'm going to go for a chance on it, and I'm going to do a little, you know, <laughs> just put a bit of that. Bum, bum, bum. One e and a two e and a three and two, four. Yes? Okay. Roll a performance check. Hey, with the performance, because your boy is not that bright. Okay, that is a 16. A 16? Yeah, you do not play the right rhythm. Fuck. Awesome. Can I give it another shot? Absolutely. You can try it again. All right. A 13? 13. Play it even worse. Great. Um, bartender, you said uh, you were you were saying the actual... <laughs> beat and everything how about you give it a give it a shot give it a crack he says look man all i have is this like sticker that's written on i, I don't okay, know how to did, play drums. where did you kick the drummer out <laughs> yeah i told him to leave with the band <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> all right all right i don't know what's going on here <laughs> we need to get this trap door open i look at it i look over at betha betha you got any rhythm and soul See, Bathy goes, I can't we just move the fucking drum set? I look over the bartender. Can we just move the fucking drum set? He goes, I mean, what do we need to play the. (laughs) I I, I lightly moved the drum set. I respected the the 
person who's playing this. It's not his fault. Maybe he should have stayed. <laughs> Start moving all the drums around. Expose this trap door. And I try to open it. Uh, yeah, you move this rug or the carpet that the drum set is on. Uh, and there's a trap door. The trap door, like, it feels like there's a mechanism inside that you're fighting against. It takes a lot of effort, but you're able to, like, pry the door open. Uh, it takes, like, three of you to pull it instead of it just, like, if you had played the rhythm, the door would have just, like, slid across the stage and opened, but you're able to <laughs> crank it open anyway. Uh, and as you guys pull this trap door down, you see a pitch black staircase leading down into awesome. the ground. I can trip light onto my gauntlet. You cantrip light on the gauntlet and you start walking down the staircase. Odor, you see yourself sitting on a swing in an empty park. There is snow on the ground and no one else is around you. You're met with a deafening silence. Until the swing next to you starts to move and you see a small child in white and black vertical pinstripe overalls with a red shirt and they hold a lollipop bigger than their head, like one of the really bright rainbow swirly ones that's blocking your view of their face. Their bright yellow shoes propel them back and forth as they swing. Did you ever meet my sister? The girl from the fountain? She talked about you a lot. She said you saved her, but doomed her. Gave her life just to take it away. Think, 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 think think and you see they lower the lollipop and you're met with the visage of an old man with a beak for a nose think 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 about what suddenly (laughs) you're outside a jewelry shop (laughs) under the cover of a snowstorm like like foot tall snow on the ground like the lights are dim there's no sunlight it's overcast You see a younger version of Odor Kopak break through metal security bars in the window, running carrying a bag of gold and precious gems filled to the point that it's overflowing and dropping gems behind him in the street. The little boy looks at you and goes, we gotta follow him, and you guys take off chasing yourself. You follow yourself down the street, duck behind an alleyway, then another. You then remember the escape route clear in your mind like you ran it yesterday. You follow him, and you hear it. The sound that changed your life forever. A young woman screaming for help. She's being kidnapped. You remember. You see someone is trying to throw her in the back of a van, but she's struggling for her life. Your younger self, without hesitation, drops thousands of gold worth of gems and coins, and proceeds to barrel towards the young woman's assailants, tackling one to the ground, and without hesitation rising to swing barehanded against three others. The young woman, as soon as she sees her chance to escape, takes off running. The assailants, after being fended off, pile into their van and flee the scene. You dust yourself off and walk back towards your pilferings from the shop, and as you pick up the bag, guards appear in the alleyway, spears drawn, and suddenly you're surrounded. No, 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 not her! The fountain of blood, the ritual, the monster. Where is she, Odor? Delvilus and Treyborn. You walk down the staircase, find yourself on a catwalk in a large underground lab. There are boxes upon boxes of old rations, like old, old rations. 
and shelves filled with dusty bedrolls, clothing, and pre-Eternal Dawn books. You guys know the Eternal Dawn to have been 2,000 years ago when specters still roamed the earth, or roamed Alley Lucentia. This is a gold mine of relics and artifacts. But more importantly, in the center of the room, you also see a glowing white orb underneath which, strapped to a table, a barely breathing Odor Kopak. Tubes connecting into his scalp with streams of red and green energy flowing in and out in an, uh, an alternating current. And on the table opposite him, you see a humanoid with avian features, frail frame, feathers growing out of their temples, neck, and covering their entire body, with tubes connecting into their temples as well. And that's where we'll end our session. What the f- why? What the fuck is going on? Pre-workout whenever you're writing episodes. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Actually, real, more pre-workout. In fact, every episode you prep, you need to push the le- legal limits of, of pre-workout. The only one not allowed to do pre-workout is odor. Just chug powder before Try I start writing. It's perfect. Oh god, that's so bad for you. Every time I see someone, I'm like, that, that's, that's not your healthy. Teeth. That's not destroys how it's intended to be taken. But it's so good. Destroys your teeth, destroys your body, dude. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I've been Brian Hops. This has been the Goon Squad Radio Podcast. You guys got anything you want to plug? Anything you want to shout out? Shout out to the social medias. Which one? GSR yeah. underscore Intel yeah. on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get memes on there again. Don't worry, the memes are coming. They're we coming the fast. Fire our marketing department. <laughs> They're coming. Yeah, dude, our marketing department's. <laughs> what are you talking you about? Those idiots. <laughs> Listen, it's not like the marketing department just completely botched an investigation for their best friend or something. Nah, that's <laughs> okay. The marketing department's doing great. Oh, man. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoyed that session. I know I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun prepping it and writing that stuff. And uh, until the next one. Thank you so much for listening. To be determined. Now that was a tasty session. Shut up. (laughs) Bring it in. Reel it in. Get it together. You get it together. I'm trying. I'm looking at Smackle's face. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Your mic is like. I feel like uh, I feel like I'm breathing really heavy right now. <laughs>